When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, only in New York. Welcome to Only in New York. I'm Tracy Carnazzo. I'm Andrea Allen. And I'm Chemda. Today's guest just launched a new podcast called I Love You, Please Stop. But you probably already know her from her podcast, The Pussy Fart Gang. Please welcome Wendy Starling. Thank you. Oh my God, we were talking about you before you got here. And it's like, oh, Wendy's coming. This is going to be the greatest thing ever. And we're like bathing you in love and, and aggressive behavior. So <laughs> yeah. thanks for being here. I love it. This is great. I'm so, I'm so excited. It's nice to have, I, mean, I love Keith. I like the, or should I say the other podcast? Right. And yeah. I like all the, especially the marathon. Uh, it's fun, but it is, I will say, it's so nice to just be in a room of women. Yes. I and I know it's like a fucking terrible thing to say, but I, it just is a nice feeling. Oh, it is a nice yes. feeling. I'm so happy to be. Yeah. It's like the coven. I like, I like it. it. If you <laughs> have a pussy, I'm not working with you. You know what I For mean? For sure. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want. I don't know if I should tell you this. Keith has a pussy, and that's why I agreed to. Sure. I knew that about Keith. Yeah, yeah. I knew that yeah. about him the first time I met him. Well, you fake dated him for. Yeah, a while. that's what, when I. But I found out way before that. The only reason I agreed to fake date him is because I knew about his giant gaping vagina. It oh. is the <laughs> nicest thing about him. Listen to Keith and the girl. Yeah. Uh, speaking of listening to Keith and the girl, I enjoyed listening to the Keith and the girl marathon so much yes you guys released uh wendy's part of the keith and the girl marathon as a regular episode i was easy offing my oven this weekend and i was i there were gloves involved right and i put on wendy's episode and i had so much fun with you you didn't even know it (laughs) yeah i had such a good time i haven't seen you in a while and i was like oh man wendy is killing this (laughs) you were so quotable on that she said every perfect thing perfect my jaw was on the floor your timing is impeccable mayhem was happening in the room people were like so pissed that they if they fell asleep through your part because it was a 24-hour marathon. Yeah. So the audience was like, I can't believe I missed that part. We put it out as a regular episode. Her part episode. was like four hours. Yeah. I yes. know. <laughs> they were like, Wendy, we don't feel safe yeah. unless you're here because uh, there's some crazy shit going on right now. So right. we're going to need you to stay here. Um, just make eye contact. Blink twice if you feel unsafe. Because we feel unsafe. Delicate gloves. Handling an, a man with a bruised ego with right. delicate gloves and the precision of a surgeon. It was, just it was incredible. so yeah. beautiful. You, uh, I, I will tell you this. If I was a comedy writer, I could not have written such a beautiful episode. I yeah. know we're, we're blowing a lot of smoke, but we absolutely mean it. And yeah. we've been discussing You're going to see it. Amongst yeah. ourselves and also like with the audience, with like Keith and his gaping vagina. Like yes. yeah. everyone has gone through it. It Wendy was, Starling. Oh, I thank you. I got now. I'm going to listen to it and pull because I don't tweet very much. Yeah, there's so many things. So in I'm going to go through and listen to that and then and pull stuff from it. We You're will hardcore. To. So thank that. you. Yes. Because if I'm being honest, I was maybe in like a deep REM sleep when that was even happening. So I'm like, I don't remember half of what happened. I don't remember anything that happened in the marathon except that I wanted to kiss you on the mouth. Yes. <laughs> like, God bless this I woman. remember everything that happened. I was all the way awake. I was high on easy off oven fumes. Yeah, what, that's, 
So easy off oven. How long does that take? Um, so it depends on really what you're doing. Uh, easy offing my oven is my new guilty pleasure. It will take every single thing off your oven. It will also take the skin off your hands if you don't wear gloves. Correct. So um, can you huff it? You you don't even have to huff it as long as you're in the room with it. You are breathing in the chemicals. I am with this. It's it's just made of lye. As and someone it's not who has good. no pleasure left in their life, this this is going to be good. Fucking good. So what you do is you could heat the oven up, right? Okay. Um, I didn't do the inside of the oven because I have a self cleaning oven. Sorry humble brag but no, uh dishwasher. I, did, I did the top of the stove and i did the racks for the the stove and let me tell you you don't i don't even fry anything and mm-hmm. the grease Nobody that comes knows out had a party like you yeah i think you and i could rent out a facility <laughs> and just clean and it clean it for like seven hours straight and have the time of our should lives. we rent a dirty house yeah. <laughs> just come over well what will happen is that'll be an excuse for andrea and hey i'll fucking show up too you know yeah but what will happen is you'll do all the cleaning and we'll just be in the back like taking like naps and getting high yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's an easier. excuse i'll do that with you when yeah that's why you come because you can get high from it you'll put a mask on and we'll just keep being like hemden are like oh we kept we're ripping our masks i won't oh, like a no. condom like it fell you're gonna use, stealth the easy off right just like use your mask well i brought a mask but do i have to put it on this is a modern I hate housewife like being like i clean but i do it to get high let's be honest okay yes. it's it's a way to cope with my horrible my life, stove right now really getting out of it it looks like it looks like uh, a brand new camaro that's oh my what my stove looks like it is so clean so shiny and it's thanks to you wendy and Hemda. <laughs> yeah. thank you i appreciate you guys <laughs> yeah such just wizardry with like the words. Like auditory was... Adderall. Yeah, yeah, you really are. Yeah, I've <laughs> always said that about up. you. It yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So, um, on only in New York, we like to talk about our New York experiences. But first, we need to find out where you're from. Yeah. So I grew up mostly in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back up a little bit, though. So I was born in Nebraska, what? in Kearney, Nebraska. Kearney. My- Yes. Why is every name on this podcast something that seems made up? You know what I mean? I know. Just like, I'm from Bucktooth, <laughs> Ohio. That doesn't even sound right. Yeah, Carney. How long okay. were you there for? Two years. My oh. parents grew up in San Diego. Okay. And then they moved. They got married out of high school, and it was really cheap to get a trailer in Nebraska. Wait a minute. You're saying it's cheap to get a trailer in Nebraska? Yeah, what? I know. I don't want to shock anybody. <laughs> How'd they find out? The new podcast yeah. name is Only in Nebraska. You guys, <laughs> we're bitching about how expensive it is to live here. We can get a trailer in Nebraska. Yeah. How much do you think no. that is? At the time, yeah. I was born back in the 60s. Right. I'm joking. It was 82. Mm-hmm. Still still unmarketably old. Um, Love it. But it was, I mean, I assume a couple hundred dollars a month in eight, 1982. Yeah. Yeah. For a trailer. Yeah. That makes sense because I moved into Manhattan in the 90s and that was like, Five hundred dollars a month. Whoa! So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Maybe it would be less, Wendy. It I'm might just even gonna, be like yeah, one hundred fifty. Right. Yeah. Month. I would say if they were paying a hundred, a few hundred dollars in eighty two for a trailer in Nebraska, they were getting raped. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe so, that was part of the extra charge. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, look, we'll come and fuck you, so you don't have to fuck your cousins. <laughs> so what made them move to Southern California? They moved back. They moved to Nebraska. The snow in Nebraska. Yeah. Because their whole family was all in San Diego, and they moved there. They were going to Mormon church at the time. Oh, really? Yes. And oh. so they moved to Nebraska because they were like, this will be a place where we can raise a family and oh. we can afford to do that because they were young and poor. And then I was born and then my brother was born. And after two years in the snow, they were like, fuck this mm-hmm. noise. Yeah. And they went back, especially my mom was 20 when she had me. Wow. So they, My mom was like 18. Ew. Yeah. And so they had no support. And so right. they just moved back. Well, I... Is this a weird thing to say? You seem like a Southern California girl. 
because you're very like health conscious and motivated fun and fun loving yeah, at the right. same time. Like you like to be out and you like to play, but you're also like there's a job to be done. Yeah. Well, she's also manic and hardcore, which fits with New York. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Like it yeah. makes sense that you are a Southern California girl moving to New York. Right. Yeah. I like it better here because the pace is faster here. Yeah. And people are more focused on what they're doing in California. Well, that's, I mean, essentially because from the time I was two, I was in Southern California. Right. So I, that's my memory is of like living first in East LA and then after my parents got divorced I was living by the beach and because my mom married up huh mm, do it ladies. um and so I but yeah in California what it needs the some, most simple thing like something like when I would walk places with my friends even in high school I remember like we'd be walking to just to the beach mm -hmm. walking from our friend's house walking to the beach and I would like power walk everywhere I went and even mm. then my friends were like slow down and I'm like well, are we, fuck it, we're trying to go somewhere. So Doing let's it? get there and right. do the thing. Very New York of yeah, But yeah. I'm very like, I would lay out and they'd be like, we're going to hang out at the beach all day. Even in high school, I would set a time, like I would have like little timers on my watch and I, <laughs> I would like power walk to the beach, lay out and time, like 28 minutes on the front, on the back. And mm -hmm. it's like, I would have timed relaxation. <laughs> and I, I just, honestly, like I would chill out and then rotate, and then after never more than two hours on the beach, because I'd be like, I'm going to go home and do something productive. I either right. had a job or was working on a school thing. Is that what made you move to New York? Like, you wanted that pace? Well, I didn't know until I came here the first time. My first two boyfriends that I ever had, I met on the West Coast, but they both grew up in New York. Mm -hmm. So I get along with that personality. Yeah. And, like, people from Boston, like, East Coast people I always got along with. And also, I think it's the way that I talk. Mm -hmm. I always... Yeah. Um, I would think you were born and raised here. You have a very New York essence to you yeah just yeah. it's like trying to it's like let's do stuff like even sure like, anything you're doing when people are meandering through the streets i'm like i assume you left your house for a reason today yeah that's so, so funny because right before the show she's like yeah i started at 6 a.m i did all these projects and now i'm here and it's like right now it's 3 38 p.m she's like and we were a little delayed i was like wendy are you okay she goes oh this is my last thing after this i'm just going to the gym i'm going out to dinner i'm going uh -huh. I'm like, okay this yeah is this is my last thing, thing. Yeah. yeah this is yeah where it's like yeah so i have gym clothes on and you just it, but it's yeah this is i'm like this is my last like and it's i mean how can you complain we have very fun jobs i can be like this is my last work thing which is like i get to fuck around with my friends you know what yeah I mean? right yeah um, so what made you come here what made the decision um well i came here to visit with my first boyfriend and the first time i came and i was like in like in manhattan i i remember i was 20 like 19 or 20 mm -hmm. and i was like I have to, I was instantly like, I gotta be here. Yeah, that's how I felt when I first, I visited when I was a teenager with my family and I was like, this is it. I don't know what the fuck I have to do to be here, but I gotta be here. Mm -hmm. That's such a good feeling. I know like Tracy and I have talked about it and my boyfriend was born and raised here too and we missed out on the experience of moving here, which I know the sure. first year is very lonely and it's it's such a, it's such an incredible progression to yeah. go through and some, some people don't make it and I, f I feel like you know in your first year. But to have that feeling of going somewhere and being like, oh, this is, this yeah. is where I'm going. Yeah. It, it took me two years to have like a tribe. I think you need a tribe in New York of people who are on your side and like a neighborhood you like. Yeah. You need to have like your comforts your a little bit. You have to make it a home. Yeah, exactly. And then, then you start to really have fun. Like, oh, I got, I'm going to hang out there and this and I have this person. But it is very isolating at first, which is confusing because it's so busy so right. you're like everyone's there's people everywhere but i'm all by myself yeah. yeah did you go back and make a plan to come back um no so that was when i was 19 and then i moved back i didn't move i moved here it'll be five years 
in March mm. of this year. I feel like you've been here forever. Well, because I got here and I was, so I was lucky enough that when I was in LA, when I started doing stand up, I started in Florida because I worked on the cruise ship and then landed in Florida. Oh my God. Did you stand up on a cruise ship? No, I was a trainer. Oh, I was like, oh, that's so much better. <laughs> yeah, I was living in Seal Beach before I did that and I owned a gym. I owned a private training studio with a couple other trainers. And then my boyfriend at the time was a record producer. He still is. He's really successful. And I, it was great, but I was like, I'm just not happy. I don't know what it is. And I'm a big fan of intuition. I listen to it all the time. Mm -hmm. And a big sign, if you like, I, if you feel generally kind of unhappy all the time, that's normally a sign that you're in the wrong place and you got to bounce. Yeah. You got to get the fuck out. Also, when something changes and you're like, oh, this was it. You know what I mean? Right. Your body tells you. Yeah. yeah. And I tend, so that's, I feel like I've always been good at listening to my intuition. And I was, and then just something was off and I'm like, he's great. My whole live, we live in a, like in a nice condo by the beach. I've got a great job. Everything's great, but I'm not happy. And so my brain was like, so that means you got, this is not for you. Yeah. Because if everything around you is great mm -hmm. and perfect, but you're not happy, you got to go. Yeah. So I broke up with him. I sold all my shit and I worked on a cruise ship as a personal trainer. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I got to get. Where did the cruises go? Um, I was on three different ships and we started doing a tour of uh, like the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I did a really fun, we did a transatlantic, a transatlantic cruise. Ooh. And we went from Miami to Dover. And then there was a two-week tour there where we went through the Baltic Sea. So it was like really cool Eastern European ports. And we did cool. overnights in St. Petersburg. Wow. It was a fun experience. Yeah. You got balls, my friend. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, what am I going to do? You know, what else? You're on the planet once. So I, I try to be like, oh, have a good time. Yeah. How long did you do that for? Only nine months. And then I got off the ship in um, got off the ship in Miami, and I was waiting to get back on another tour. And while I was at a bar, there was a stand-up show happening. It was a Sunday night. It was the Dubliner in Boca Raton. I was at this Irish pub, sitting at the bar, just just talking shit to whoever was there. Mm -hmm. I had no idea there was a comedy show happening. None of the comics that were booked had shown up. They were late, and the manager, the bartender, was like, "You gotta start this fucking show." So this guy Perry Sack is freaking out. She didn't recognize Perry me. Perry Sack. Yeah, his name was Perry Sack. He's from Boston. <laughs> it's probably not his real name. It's like uh, a comedy name. He had like a shark tooth necklace. Yeah, right? you got the word sack in your name. Right. Oh, and Lord. So, oh, he like, but she, and now I understand. So she didn't recognize me. And I was just popping off making smart ass comments. Mm -hmm. And so she said to him, one of your comics is right there. Start the show. So this is 100% how I, the first time I did stand up. <gasps> this guy walks up to me and he goes, hey, what's your name? And I said, Wendy. He goes, what's your last name? I said, Starling. He goes, oh, is that your real name? And I go, yeah, why? What? He goes, I'm Perry Sack. And I was like, hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, and I said, and I know that's not your real name. <laughs> so, yeah. um, he goes, I'm we got Jim Dick Balls. Right. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm Tommy Come in your mouth. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> Jimmy Nuts. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Jimmy D's. We're like, we get it. We get it. You have a, a silver testicle hanging around your neck. We get it. A single testicle. Not testicles. Singular. Just the one ball. And so he was like, we got to start. Can you do like 10 or 15 minutes? And I said, what are you talking about? And he's such goes, a long time. Yeah. And he goes, I thought you were a comic. And the bartender goes, I thought you were a comic. And then I lied because people always told me I should do stand-up. Sure, yeah. And I'd done acting and on the cruise ship, part of the job is you're selling detox programs. That's how you make money. It's commission. It's a whole, I mean, so I was giving 45-minute lectures to groups of strangers from all over the world mm -hmm. three or four times a week, convincing them to sign up for a body fat test to then sell them detox. Sure. Yeah, pyramid Which, scheme. At the time, I remember I was on the cruise ship and I'm like, this is not 
what I signed up for. I came to train people. What is the purpose of me standing for talking for 45 minutes at a time to a bunch of strangers? But I did well in sales because I was funny and likable and I just yeah. naturally, so I remember, that's in life, I always think about that where I remember being like so depressed. I was like, this is, what is the fucking point of me even doing this? This is not training. This is not what I want to do for my job. And then fast forward, I get on stage and I'm like, oh, I was doing that because it was training me for my real job, which is stand up. Right. Yeah. Life is very interesting if you calm down and go like, this seems crazy, but like there's there's a, something sure here. so just sit in the i always say that just like sit in the pocket relax and like yeah try to observe things instead of judging and being like no 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 this is not what i thought and how was your first set actually really good because i had no expectations what did you talk about i don't even know i mean i lied here's this is the first thing i told him i go I go, well, I mean, I am a comic, but I haven't done it in years. So I'm probably not going to be good. That's what I said. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, I don't want. Smart. Yeah. And he goes, that's fine. We just got to start. So I said, okay. So I just went. I had like, I was halfway through a second beer and I put it down and I grabbed water to be like, I was like, oh God. So I went up there and I think I talked about living with my, staying with my parents for the first time in 10 years mm. and like coming home drunk. Mm-hmm. And then you have like stock. I always had like stock stories they would tell at parties. You know, like things if you're out that are just like sure, funny sure, lines yeah. and you have your stock shit that you say. And then I told stories from working on the cruise ship and I talked to the crowd because I had, but I think that's why I did so well because I had no expectations. So it meant nothing to me. Yeah. So oh. then you were sold. Did you, yeah. did you pursue it in Florida or move straight to New York? I stayed, I stayed in Florida. So I did that and I ended on what I now know was a callback. I forget exactly what it was, but it was just something and people just fuck, like lost their mind and I was like through the microphone. I was like, goodbye. And I threw it away. I was like, what? I don't know. I almost blacked out. Like I don't sure. know what happened. Yeah. It's very exciting the first time you do really well on stage for sure. Right. And yeah. I think it was weird too because I hadn't, it's not like I sat with a joke book and I was like, this is my dream. Don't fuck it up. I truly had no Rift. expectations. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, this means nothing. But that is what, uh, I mean, I'm not saying your joke writing's not hilarious because it's great but what i know you for and what i i just love having conversations with you yeah because you're so funny and you're so quick-witted and so i could see someone saying like go on stage wendy yeah and you're being like all right yeah i got this yeah like mm-hmm. so i just talk shit to a room of drunk strangers in a bar for 10 minutes right like that's what we Easy. do yeah right that's that's the <laughs> yeah. main that's the core of it so what what did, made you decide to move to new york um it was after being in florida and then in la i just was like um i I, LA because it's you hit kind of a ceiling I think in whatever market you're in yeah. and LA doing stand up there was great and I built up I had a good name for myself and I was getting on good shows but the vibe in LA I was like this doesn't suit my personality mm-hmm. it, and it's very like TV driven yeah and as a woman you mean vapid and stupid uh huh yeah and as a woman once you're over I would say like 24 and over a size mm-hmm. 4 in, in Los Angeles you fuck off until you're 50 and you can be a grandmother yeah like honestly they yeah. don't and stand up there, it's a lot of actors doing their five minute, like, this is my sitcom pitch. But I was like, right. I want to get better at, sta- I want to do stand up comedy. I'm yeah. not trying to pitch a fucking show. And so when I came to New York to visit, I got stuck for Hurricane Sandy. I just came for a visit. <sighs> and Hurricane Sandy hit, and I was stuck. But that was the first time I came to and did shows. The first mm-hmm. time right. I came to New York to do comedy. And I was instantly, I was like, oh, I, I got, this is, this is for me. This is like with the Creek. And it was when it was like really, it was like yeah. a really good time for the Creek. The golden years. I met Rojo Perez for my first trip and we ah. became friends. Like he's great. Yeah. Alex Carabano. That's where I met him. He runs the V spot room. Yeah. He's yeah. amazing too. He yeah. actually put me up. This is my favorite New York comedy. This is where I was like, I'm moving back hundred percent. So I had great shows. Hurricane mm-hmm. Sandy hits. I'm stuck. I was at my buddy's place in Park Slope. Cause I was like, well, I'm stuck and I can't afford a hotel any longer. So he let me crash at his place. 
and Park Slope, the original V spot, mm-hmm. right, um, was in Park Slope. And I was walking down the street, and it had been like three days since I'd been on stage. I'm walking down the street to do my laundry, and in chalk on the sidewalk outside of this vegan restaurant, it says comedy show, 8 p.m. with an arrow. And I walked right in, and I was like, who's the manager? Who do I talk to? I, ha- I have to get on stage. I'm losing my mind. Wow. So I just walked in, and I left my phone number. Alex Carabagna, who I'd never met, called me on the phone. And I was like, hey, I'm a comic. And I told him the situation. And he goes, sure, come down. And you can do like eight minutes. And if you're killing, you go longer. And it was packed. And I did, I think, like 17 minutes. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. It was so fun. Everyone was so cool. And I was like, I'm, and then afterwards, they just, well, there was a bar that was open until four and we're eating popcorn and drinking. And I was like, oh, I'm moving back here immediately. Yeah. It's the best. It was the popcorn. Are, yeah. It's just, they're more sincere. And it's for, especially for comedy. Yeah. What's the first place you moved to? I lived in Astoria. I used to live two blocks from the old studio. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the line in Astoria, Queens mm-hmm. by right. Dit Mars. That is when I met you, Wendy. Yeah. As soon as you moved in, uh, I met you at QED. Uh-huh. Was it, was it you that you were running a show with Lisa? Yeah, Lisa and I ran yeah. a show. We called, uh, yeah, this one's for you. I was looking at pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember this very, very yeah. uh, vividly. How did you like that apartment? Um, I liked it. for Well, it was the first time I'd had roommates that I wasn't fucking. <laughs> 18 <laughs> so that was and again it's like one of those things where you make a decision in life and you're like i think this is the move but like yeah. on paper sure when i moved here i was i'm 38 and i was 33 so on paper right i was 33 i sold my car that was paid off i left a really nice apartment in downtown la with like a balcony and a parking spot and a sick day job where i was making a lot of money what were you doing i was as a manager and a buyer for whole foods Ooh, and yeah. They knew I did, and I worked in the whole body department, so I got all free skincare vitamins and shit, oh, which is pretty clutch. baby. And they knew I did stand-up. So I could potentially make my schedule to fit the stand-up, but I left all that and came to New York to like live with three to people. To grind, and yeah. I was like, but I'm like, I think this is the move. Were you good at living with people? No. What was the worst quality about you? Um, oh, and it's for sure. I will 100% say that it's me all the way. Like, what would they... <laughs> it's a, I, and I own that. I'm not like these people. Everyone else is great. I, I'm not... So I'm very introverted, which is why I like what I like about New York is I like the a lot of people around, but you don't have to interact with them. Yeah. So it, it, that... And I need... So I need a lot of alone time that's quiet and like, no, I need to just shut my brain off mm-hmm. for a little bit. And especially in the mornings. I'm not a morning person. Mm-hmm. I like to wake up. I want to have coffee. I stretch. I'm in si- si- No TV, no radio, silence. I like to just, that's the first part of my whole life. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's time to gather your thoughts and just kind of like not be thinking about anything and and stretch and then take a shit. And then once I take a shit, then now now we can do activities. And the lights day. are on, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the biggest, I'm like my cat when he like takes a dump in his litter box. As soon as he takes a shit, I can tell when it's a shit and not a pee because he's like, just like run, like road run around the apartment. Yeah, he's very excited about it. I'm like, you go get him. Um, so that's the biggest part is that I am very antisocial means you bring a gun. So I'm not antisocial, but I'm introverted <laughs> to the point. <laughs> wow, we really uh, jumped there. Yeah, because people say I'm antisocial. I'm like, that means you shoot people. That's yeah, right. that. yeah, sure. Um, was, was that the worst spot that you lived in? Um, no, the worst place I, so I'm like a nightmare to live with for sure. That's how I mean, so I'm like daggers in the eyes. People come, they good morning. And I'm like, I mean, it's like fucking no eye contact. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I find it aggressive. <laughs> eye contact before I've taken a shit. I is like, 
the shit is a key part of yeah. your whole. Oh, that's the my main thing every day. It's yeah. kind of like part of your identity. Um, if I know, you know, I mean, what I know of you, I remember. Uh, <laughs> it's true. I have a Wendy shit story too. Yeah. Like everyone has a Wendy yeah. shit story. Uh, I will tell you, it's her Irish goodbye. Yeah. She has to take a shit. She's leaving. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember the first time I saw you pull an entire bag of celery out of your purse yes and i was like what is happening and you're like what do you mean what's happening these are my snacks and i was like no 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 that's just celery she was at speaking of the keeping the girl marathon she came to the marathon at like 6 a.m and she's like i'm good i have until nine till i have to shit oh i know the laxatives there's always a shit talk around you right and uh <laughs> This is I a just, hard I love that about you because person. something that I've um, always strived to do is like I can't talk about shit because like that's just not who I am. Like I can't talk about shit and then like you still think I'm cute. You know what I right, mean? Like also, and you could do you just pull it off so seamlessly. Like you could talk about laxatives for two and a half hours and then guys are like, yeah, fuck time, yeah, she's hot. Every time you say you pull it off, all I hear is you pull it. I'm like, what? Shit out of your butt? Like she's pulling it out. Yeah. She's not fisting her own butt. Right. She's well, also just, we're, this is this is where similar in a lot of ways we get along, but also like I think my comfort with talking about shit comes from the fact that I was brought home to a hundred fifty dollar a month trailer. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's like where I my first two years of life. <laughs> yeah. We're in a trailer. It's yeah. kind of like who you are, like deep down inside. Right. Deep down okay. inside. I mean, and that's cause you gotta talk about your shit because you're shitting when you're in a trailer. It's Everyone all knows. The, it's all the bathroom. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like my apartment now. <laughs> it's all kinds of the bathroom. <laughs> so what was the what was the worst place that you lived? Like physically or emotionally. Oh, yeah. this is for sure in Brooklyn. This was in I so the Astoria apartment got backed up with the shit with your shit i wish <laughs> it looked like my shit it was so we lived on it was an illegally converted apartment this is in new york yeah. <laughs> illegally converted apartment on top of a restaurant a chicken place okay and the kitchen vent first of all when you stood in the kitchen you couldn't open the kitchen window for ventilation because the chicken fryer from the restaurant pointed directly at our window. Oh. So there was chicken grease splatter all over the window and it mm. smelled, someone's dream. Yeah. Yeah. And it smelled like KFC without opening the windows. <laughs> so that was the first thing, but I was like, that's okay, I can deal with that. Right. Now they were very dirty and our landlords, shockingly, were a lot of times out of the country and just not available. And we, every like couple months of the Astoria place, they had to be like, No, you need to make the checkout to this person. And I was like, Whatever, it's oh. cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Who gives oh, a fuck? Make it up to uh, Sal and Joey. Yes. No last names. You know, actually, just make it. Don't make it out to anyone. Leave it blank. We'll put it in because uh, <laughs> we got to see whose bank account's open right now. <laughs> was that accurate? For sure. Yeah. It was like, New York City is such a shit show. We just moved into this new studio space and I texted the landlord because I, I checked out everything. I'm like, oh, I actually don't know where to give the landlord rent to. Texted the landlord and was like, hey. You know, and I wanted to pay my rent early. We want to be like the good ones here and everything. And he goes, it's in the lease. I'm like, you couldn't just, you can't just give me the answer. Text I, me the thing. I, I checked the lease and it's just like a lease that you can get at Staples. Right. It's not on there. It's a standard lease. It yeah. is now February 4th. The rent check is right here because they still didn't tell us where to give it. They're fucking with you. Here's He's for sure fucking with you because I like how you're like, we're going to pay the rent early so they like us. It's like, okay, look, we're super loud. So what if we just give them rent early? <laughs> yeah. And like an extra 50 bucks. You know what Basically. I mean? He's like, just don't tell them where to send it and then we can evict them. <laughs> <laughs> There's also like when you said, okay, I can deal with this. Like when talking about the chick, the fried chicken, 
that is the apartment journey in New York. You come into a space and you're like, okay, that's bullshit. I can deal with that though. I can deal with this though. I can deal with this though. And then you like, you hit, there's a precipice of what you're dealing with, but you're like, all right, you know, the toilet doesn't work, but like who I'll shit in a bag. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's just so many negotiations as to like what you're going to yeah, lower this handle. apartment, $50. And right. And we're good on that. There's yeah. a price for everything. So you live in an apartment where there is chicken grease flying into the window. Right. At high speeds. Yes, at high speeds. And then the tipping point was the the bathtub and would back up a lot. Because the, 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 the grease. Yeah. The chicken grease. Was, and I have videos of this. I put this all on my Instagram. This was like, this was a couple years ago. This was almost three years ago. Guys, for content, just follow Wendy on Instagram. Yeah, yes. at WendyBird82. And yeah. then I scroll see. down if you want to watch this bubbling. It looked like shit from the Ghostbusters. No. Black sludge was coming up. In the bathtub, mm. and so we didn't even have a use of, like a workable bathroom. And I remember I checked the landlord, and they and and they were they wouldn't be they wouldn't help us. And they're like, well, it's the restaurant people, but like they oh, were. Come on. And I'm like, somebody fucking help us. So then I was just like, well, I'm not gonna pay rent because yeah. if I don't have a working bathroom, I, we're not paying rent. It's like, we have to get hotels. Yeah. This is we cannot. This is we can't live here. Just the smell. It's like toxic. We can't open the kitchen window. And for you, and I will say, <laughs> this is still not the worst place I lived. <laughs> Like this is pretty good, but so we ended up leaving there because I remember we were. I went down to the restaurant people and I was like, "This is a mess." And they're and instead of someone coming to clean it, they just gave me like buckets of chemicals and they were like, "This will clean it." Now, having worked in restaurants and Whole Foods, I know that if something has a skull and crossbones on it and like upside down dead animals, yeah, a professional person needs to use that. There's training right. for that. No. They just gave. They were like. Just wash it with this and spray it with this. And I said, okay. And what I ended up doing in that bathtub was creating, I swear to Christ, a chlorine cloud, which is like, <gasps> will kill you. Oh, so you chloroformed yourself. I remember I made this and the smoke came up and I started choking and my mm. eyes started watering. And my skin got all red. And then the only ventilation was like the chicken <laughs> grease. <laughs> so I'm like breathing in fucking grease. And my poor cat, I was like, we had, so we had to like sit by my window in my bedroom and just a little bit of that smoke filled the whole apartment. Oh my God. So, so then, then you died and then. So yeah. then I died and then I came back and uh, it's, it's great to be in this <laughs> a new form. But I called, someone told me about 311. I didn't know. This is great. If you're living oh, in New York, you know about 311. Yeah. So I call them. Turns out the whole thing, the housing department shows up and they're like, this whole operation is illegal. And like, we're condemning the apartment. Oh my God. So now I, we had, <laughs> so now the apartment's condemned. Now this is still in Astoria? It's still in Astoria. So can I just interject just for a second? You are telling a story of not the worst place Correct. you lived. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, so cool, this cool. Is, so if you want to move to New York, yeah, get it, be rich. Get <laughs> chicken grease in your lungs. Right, if you want to move to New York, be rich or don't. Yeah. And yeah, Astoria, yeah. Astoria is one of like the nicer, more like neighborhoody, used to be very family oriented. Very chickeny. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> very chickeny. <laughs> oh, I know the chicken place you're talking about yeah. on Dittmar's, right? Yep. Oh. Those <laughs> sons of bitches. <laughs> All right, so you so chloroform yourself by accident, yeah. question mark. And then, <laughs> now, do you think that they were trying to make, like, they gave you the recipe for this chloroform. Do you think that they were trying to kill you guys off? <laughs> Maybe. And like, oh, what do you mean they killed themselves in the bathroom? Oh, bummer. I guess we have to rent it out for more money. Yeah, okay. So That's probably, you're, it's probably exactly what's happening to Chemda, where they're just like, um, we don't know how to get the rent to us. What? Yeah. You didn't pay the rent? You're evicted. What? <laughs> yeah. So they're like, so the housing department's like, we're condemning this place. You have like a week to get out. And we're like, holy shit. Now, thankfully, I didn't have a lot of stuff. I live very, 
This is my whole life. Right. I don't buy things. I'm not a collector of things. Are I'm, you a minimalist? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, not by choice. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Minimalist by financial Design. restrictions. <laughs> by trade. Yeah. yeah. And But I actually prefer that because then you can kind of get up and leave and I... I it's good. It's a Buddhist You're thing. Like, like a migrant worker. You can get hundred <laughs> percent. My friends, I've always and even as a kid, I always had like many bags. I'd have like a backpack, and so my friends used to call me Sherpa Wendy. They're like, people always like, why do you have so much shit? And I'm like, yeah, I I'm might the need same my way. stuff. This yeah. is all my stuff. I, I could get condemned, so I need to be ready. Right. And again, that was all training for New York, where I'm like, everybody walks around with a bunch of shit because you essentially sure. live out in the There's wild. A tote bag. There's a purse. Until, right. Until you get home, you're out in the wilderness. You yeah. You got extra out. underpants. You got prosciutto for no reason. You right. got celery. Yeah. You're going to need some gum, condoms. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, for sure condoms. No. <laughs> Just for show. <laughs> when but. the housing department says you have a week to leave, do they mean you have a week to leave before you die? <laughs> or do they mean you need have a week to leave before we ask you again to leave immediately? I before we yeah. have hazmat like, suits like, and we're doing like this. leave the earth right I like you have a week <laughs> you have a week to figure out how you want to die and let <laughs> us know and we'll do that for you again it's 311 yeah not 911 the combination of the grease and the Clorox right. is the giving you a disease is just walking around with a respirator <laughs> right in New York 911 is the suicide hotline 311 is suicide helpline yeah. okay. you're like I want to kill myself and they're like how may we assist you yeah <laughs> get the fuck out we right. need to get more involved. right yeah so what was the worst place you lived in so i ended up so i had to get a and this is this is the shittiest part especially in new york when you have to find a place like last minute sure. oh you're I'm like fucked. i need a place to go and i need a place we'll take a cat and i have a fucking week to do it and i don't have a lot of money yeah and like you know i and just like everything i do is in cash and so like on paper i'm a terrible tenant but i'm like i have money yeah i know i know i got cash like a fucking criminal you know what i mean so I found this woman on Craigslist and she had this beautiful That's the thing. When you are operating with cash, you have to find another criminal essentially Correct. to be like, I see you. We're looking in each other's eyes. I know you're going to pay rent, but I know. Hey guys, we could pay cash, right? Because it's just easier for me to give you cash in your hand. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Cash is, I mean, it's, it's like, who knows to deal? We don't need the government in our business. Right. Cash is king. Cash. Gold it's just chain. because I only get paid in cash and then you, get paid in cash landlord right mm-hmm. is that we're all yeah. the same is that good <laughs> yeah and it's but when you're in that and that's how i've operated in new york since pretty much the after the yeah. first year that i lived here i've operated in that underbelly part of the society you have to go underground if you're a comedian yeah right and then you know and then even like this the other shit i was doing which i've talked about ad nauseum sure, but like sure. i but so you're dealing in cash and you're working this fucking underground system of new york and it's it is it's kind of fun because not a lot of people left are doing that. People, yeah, not a sure. lot, but it's a few, just a few of us creeping around the sewers, like we're fucking, we're scrapping around. So I find this woman on Craigslist, and she's like, "I've got this big three bedroom loft, and um, it was near Bushwick." And I was like, "Oh, great!" And it was uh, it, like really gorgeous, gorgeous apartment. So I get there, and it was one of these big lofts, and it had been converted into three bedrooms where they put up like so. It's a tanning lighters. salon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I know. Over so, top of another chicken restaurant. <laughs> but it was like a beautiful, so it was this beautiful apartment. The woman is super cool. She's very chill. She's a gra- graphic design artist. And she said, she goes, yeah. She goes, it's 1200 a month for the one room. And I was like, okay. And even though that's a lot, I'm like, I just need a place to stay. So I, I essentially, I was like, I need a place to go for a month where I can figure out my next move. Yeah. That's like, I need a place to chill 
and like make a game plan. That's I all. hope, as you said, $1,200 to share a room with two other people, somebody fainted. That's yes. Well, somebody outside of New York, because I think that should be our response, but instead our response is, oh, 1200 I know. I'm like, wow. Right. That's so cool to that share. the walls don't even go to the ceiling. I it's so airy that. and spacious. Well, that's what it is. Well, and there were, I can work with that. I can work with that. I can work with that. Yeah, like, this is fine. This is fine. There's a toilet, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if you've listened to any podcasts, but... Uh, I, I, I'm a shitter. Yeah. Um, so as long as there's a bathroom, <laughs> I'm good. If not, I do have a cat so we can share the litter box. Look, I'm not for $1,200. I'm not trying to ask for a lot. It was actually just me and this one woman. So that was, she was like just looking for one roommate to help her cover rent. So I said, great. And she goes, and she said, actually, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going to be in Peru for three months. Great. So, well, and when I, people, anyone who's lived in New York long enough knows where the fuck this is going. And I was like, oh, cool. Great. She was, I was like, I'm going to have this huge loft to myself for $1,200 a month. What a great deal. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I paid her, I moved my stuff in and she goes, you know what? If things change, I'm not leaving. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I can deal with that. She turned out to be, and this is coming from me, who at the time was drinking and doing drugs on a daily basis, mostly to try to mentally check out. And that was one of the catalysts to be like, you need to stop because you are what you're doing is you're numbing yourself mm-hmm. from the pain and you're mentally escaping this hell. But what you need to do is knock the shit off and actually physically leave this. So mm-hmm. that's the problem with substances. Like it can be fun, but when you're using it to check out so hard that you're not taking responsibility for your own life, like that's when it's a fucking problem. Yeah. And so she ended up being this crazy alcoholic who would just be up all hours of the night smoking cigarettes in the apartment and in the bathroom. And she would get up and like take shits and put cigarette butts out in the toilet mm. and Aww. like not flush it. What? And so I would get up to go to work and there would just be a toilet full, like cigarette overflowing. Shit. Dump and cigarettes. Yes. And she would just, I would come home and she'd be like just hammered, like passed out, like thrown up. There'd be like throw up on the floor. <gasps> well, I've just moved out of New York City. <laughs> yeah. It's like that so was. So she's passed out in her own vomit. I saw her one time sleeping on the couch and there was, I walked in, I'm like, oh, it smells. And I went in the bathroom and I'm like, there's nothing there. Okay. And then I looked and there's just like throw up on the floor. And I'm like, this is. That's not a professional alcoholic either. Yeah. Yeah, She's not good. You know, a lot of people have very bad habits, but something that you can do is get into really good habits. This is true. Always. Mm -hmm. You know, and care of vitamins are just so easy to take. I'll tell you. I just ordered mine. I ordered mine. I'm excited for them. I've been using care of for quite a while now. And Andrea, you're making 2020 your year i am i'm taking the melatonin for sleep it's so good oh my god here we are um, i got nervous because the thing is is with vitamins is i feel like you need to be so on top of like what does this do and what does that do and so the fact that they have a quiz like what do you want from this i'm like oh good their online quiz is so helpful it's perfect you put in exactly what you expect out of your vitamins they asked me if i take public transportation Oh my God. Well, obviously, you know what I answered on that one. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, absolutely not. What do you think? I'm poor. Mm -hmm. Come on, (laughs) Tracy. Sorry, guys. Um, Yeah, they ask you if you're a vegan, they ask you for your food allergies. It's so helpful. And the quality of their products is really very high. My favorite part, like I said, about habits is that it's just easy to take because all of the vitamins come in a packet. Yeah. And you just op- rip it open, you take all the vitamins, and you don't have to think about it because you've already chosen them. It's like you a don't pez- have to dispenser. <laughs> you don't have yeah. to divvy them up in one of those containers no. like on a weekly basis. Exactly. Uh, it's just, you know what, it is fun. It's probably the most fun I've had taking vitamins. And for 50% off your first care of order, you can go to Take Care Of and enter code New York 50 
for Whoa. 50% off. It's crazy. So you can go to takecareof.com and enter New York 50 for 50% off your first order. I, I've also been using their protein powders because yeah. I've been getting jacked. Yeah, man. Sup, Equinox. That's it's what amazing. I, that's what I love because I was afraid it's going to be like, oh, if you want this, you have to take the powder. They ask you if you like pill or powder yeah. or like how you want it. And that relieves me of a lot of stress. I yeah. throw the protein powder in my smoothie. I'm fucking out there on my bike, living the best life. It tastes life. great. Yeah, it's really good. I it got the vanilla, great. which is good. It's like sweet, but it's subtle. It's not too much. And then I also got the melatonin for sleep. And the uh, daily vitamin pack. I fucking love it. It's all so good. Wendy, I think that your old roommate would have definitely benefited <laughs> from this. Well, she needed this stuff. Well, I, can I tell you? Because I take care of. I, f- yeah. I love this shit. I yeah. love it. And it's cute. It has your name and like yeah. a little inspirational quote on it. Oh, My favorite so thing. Because I used to be a trainer and work at Whole Foods. When I, they do adaptogenic herbs. Yes, stuff, they do. Which, the rhodiola is. Mwah, I take it. I mwah, take rhodiola right mwah. now. And they do fish oil. Like they do stuff yeah. that a lot of people don't think about. Like that you need every day. So it's and it's I so I like I love it and I should have given that bitch. What <laughs> do they make Valium? If, <laughs> if, you know, if I could get if maybe Carol won't do it because they do like stuff that's helpful for you. Maybe okay. we I'll start a vitamin company that stuff that's helpful for me in a different way. Like it makes my roommate go the fuck to sleep. Well, right. How, so how did this end? This roommate situation. Well, it ended when I so she was like started doing cre- and she had a cat that was like mean and would fight with my cat and she was mean to my cat because my cat's very sweet. And when I would be gone for work, like gone to work for the day, I would come home. And when she would walk in the room, he would run and hide. And I was like, Mm. she's hitting him. She's (gasps) doing something mean. And when I left, I went to Turks and Caicos, brag, (laughs) while I was living there, which was a really helpful thing for me to like get out of that space and just be in the floating in the water and being like, okay, remember that it's crazy. Because if you're in it, you're just like, oh, this is regular life. As soon as you step out, you're like, holy sh, what am I doing? Right. And to see it from the outside and this meditative thing that I'd not to be like all like it could be serious and zen. Um, but that was helpful for me to get out of that situation because I remember like floating in the water and being like, I wish I could stay forever. And then my brain, as I was floating in the water, I thought I was like, okay, no, no, no. The energy you have now, this is this technically like this, the crust of the earth you're, that's, that's beneath your feet is connected to the earth underneath that apartment in Brooklyn. So it's you're, it's the same place. It's yeah. all connected. It's all the same. So you need to remember when you're there, it's you're technically still here. So I just, I mean, I so that and I was completely sober when I had that meditation. That's mm-hmm. why that's why I don't take hallucinogenics because my yeah. brain already is like on mushrooms, sure. right? High. <laughs> um, but so when I came back, I had a clear head, and when I left, I was like, I was gone for four days, and I asked her, I I said, here are cans of cat food for my cat. And there were two litter boxes, one for her cat, one for my cat. And I left the cans of food and I gave her $100, even though I shouldn't have to do that because you're already there. Feed the cat. Clean the sure. Box. Yeah. I said, here's $100. Um, if you could just like make sure he gets the wet food and clean yeah. his litter box. And she was and she was like, OK, great. And then I came back and his litter box was super, super full. And he was crying and like under the bed cowering. That he, makes me really upset. Yeah. The fact that she harassed and I walked in and I saw and I go, you didn't clean his litter box. And she just lost it she oh, started yeah. sc- and she was and she used to like sweep piles of dirt like and put it in front of my door like Blair Witch style like I would wake up in the morning and she would sweep the apartment and just put piles of like dirt and like cat shit in front of my room that so that was worse than okay. having no bathtub actual yeah. question yeah do you think that she was cleaning the litter box but also taking shits in it <laughs> that could be and I'm like I'm like I can't believe you didn't clean my cat's litter box and you let him smoke in here yeah. <laughs> you let my cat smoke cigarettes in his own litter box 
Was there conversation? Would you have conversations with her about like, was she ever, because I had a crazy, I've had many, uh, many a crazy roommates. Um, are there ever lucid moments with her? Because I've had people who are mentally ill. Like I remember, so I had a crazy roommate that was sleeping with knives under her pillows for a long time. I think that she got assaulted and she lived in Chicago. We knew each other in college. She was like quirky, but fun, very smart in college. She moves back to Chicago and then she comes back to New York and something is different about her. We move into an apartment in Bushwick. She's sleeping with knives under the pillowcase. As she's, if she's, she can do anything about that. Right. You know, like what somebody breaks in You're and gonna she's stab her. Yeah. Like, I got right. this. She's got fucking ninja stars. She's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But all of a sudden she's going to know how to like knife a person. <laughs> well, she's, she's, I, I think she got assaulted. I think something yeah. happened. Like it just, it tracked and it came to a head when she started calling the cops all the time. So, like, there would be some noise on, like, a Thursday night. She's calling the cops. She called the cops, like, four or five times. She was, like, Nikki Six in the Heroin Diaries. Exactly, right? I'm like, but <laughs> yes. it's just us and it's some, again, cats. I was like, she's going to strangle my cat. Like, when you're with a crazy person there's an animal, you're like, they're going to do something to the animal because mm-hmm. that's what fucking crazy people do. And so... Because they have the power to do it. Yeah, yeah. And I was very, I was genuinely scared of her. And then she called the cops once on, like, a Saturday night. And I was like, Julia... It's Saturday at midnight. There's not even noise. And and I'm like, I can't take this anymore. And she was like, you know, you're right. I'm so full of anxiety and I'm so scared all the time. And I'm sorry that like I'm doing this to you. Like she had a lucid moment. And then a week later it was snapped back to like calling the cops, knives under mm-hmm. the pillows, all that stuff. And it's like, did this woman ever admit any part of it or like what's the what are the in-between moments no and her and she was losing her mind where she would say stuff to me where i would i would uh, i would i would i would kind of ask her about like flushing the toilet like i sent her pictures i took a picture <laughs> yes! and i texted it to her here's your dump and cigarettes just to be like what the fuck like you know this isn't okay right because look at the picture you're upset at it right yeah right yeah like as soon as you want to be embarrassed by this i'm here for you yeah we're right. all I agreeing mean, I, because i was like i need proof and i need to like and i said I know. also makes you feel like maybe like you're not crazy did you show friends. a lot of people the picture and be like i live here is that okay yeah <laughs> you think this is okay <laughs> i would show it okay, to my right? sugar daddy yeah. and be like can i have some cash yeah, yeah. Can I some more money this is not good yeah, yeah. <laughs> can i just move to turks and caicos yeah oh but so I remember I sent it to her because I was like, I need to, yeah, to make sure I'm not crazy. Yeah. And also as proof because it's like, and I, but I did it, you know, and you, there's a way to do it to be like, where I sent her, I said, hey, are you okay? Is everything okay? And she was like, yeah, why? And I said, well, no, I just, you know, and I sent her the picture. There's five pictures of shit. Right. <laughs> this is every day this week. Hey, uh, are you okay? Because this has been your week. And it <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not talking about mentally. I'm talking about like health-wise. You need more fiber. Yeah. <laughs> you need more fiber. You need guys. celery. Yeah. <laughs> And like, but she, her attitude was just like, her attitude was like, you, she was like, you, you're, you're just being sensitive. You're being sensitive. Oh, and no. No, I showed seven of my friends the pictures of your shit and they said it's crazy. Right. Yeah. She just was like, and then I stopped engaging with her. Um, and even like she would say stuff about my cat because her cat was really mean and she was like, she's like, well, he's antagonizing her. And I'm like, okay, first of all, they're cats. So fucking, they're animals. It's not, this is not. Maybe your cat was gaslighting your, uh, her cat. No, my cat. And I, and I took videos of the fucking cats because Sebastian, my cat. This is so crazy. I know. My phone was just picked. Normally it's like, don't look at my phone. Shitting cats. Yeah. Pictures of, it's just like pictures of like your tits and your ass. And you're like, sorry, I'm I'm being a thought. (laughs) Like my phone was just like, this is just like pictures of cats looking at each other and shit. (laughs) Yeah. 
It's where I live. I mean, yeah. it still is like pussies and assholes, I guess, but it's like. <laughs> that's how you can gauge your life. Take a look at your last. Camera roll, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Take a look at your camera roll. See what you can post on yeah. Instagram. Post it and see people's response. That's your life. Oh, and, for sure. and you're like, okay, look at the way that this cat is looking at that cat. Now, I've been reading some <laughs> psychology books and the way this cat is looking, well, and according to my roommate, we've been up for seven days. And, and I think that my, my cat. Anyways. My cat's smoking. <laughs> right. My, yeah, I think my cat's got, he's, he's got a nicotine habit. Everyone's smoking. He's my cat would roll over. He would walk to the other cat, and he would walk up to her, and she would growl at him, and he would low crawl, and he would lay on his back and open his belly, right. like submission. My cat's the sweetest boy in the whole world, and she would like just hiss at him, and like, and again, they're cats, so I was just like, I'll just keep him separately, yeah, like, you know, keep him away from her. Um, but she was like out of her mind, and it was almost like schizophrenia, like we're talking about the night yes, thing, like, right? Yeah, she had friends come to stay oh. with her, and when the friends came, it was a, a woman her age and the twelve-year-old daughter, and the friend. What to me? What wait? Like we talked privately, and the friend. This made me feel like not yeah. crazy because the friend she just said to me, and she goes, "How long has she been like this?" Uh, I go since I moved in because she went through a breakup. This guy broke up with her like right when I moved in. That was why like the Peru thing didn't happen, uh, and she just lost. She just had like a psychotic break. Yeah, wasn't that a great feeling though? Yes, when someone validates when someone that the le- person is crazy. Like, oh, yes. okay. And that's yeah. I was like this person, and then even when I came back from uh, from Turks and my cat, I was like, what's going? This is when I and I moved out like five days later. Yeah, because I was able to get in the apartment I'm in now. It's I, I was able to, and this is such a New York move. They do short-term leases, studio mm-hmm. apartment on the Upper East Side. They do short-term leases because, again, I was like, I have a lot of cash, but I don't have – I mean, I can't right. get any yeah. kind of like a can't lease. prove income. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I um, – this place I found, it was within my budget that I knew I kind of set in my mind. I can, I can afford this much. I looked and looked. I found this place. And I hit the guy up and I go, look. Uh, he, I go, how can I make this happen? He goes, you need to pay for the full three months up front plus a security deposit. And I said, done. And so I, you know, like almost $1,100 cash. And I just was like, I can. Yes. Or not $1,100. $11,000. $11, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, 1100 I know. I was like, what are you in Nebraska? Yeah. <laughs> I know. You back like, at your house? Yeah. People are like, we will move there. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, eleven grand. I just was like, all right. So I got eleven grand, and I boom, and I was like, and and that's the thing is like in New York and in my life in general, but I think is why I do well in New York. Mm-hmm. My attitude is like lily pad thinking, where I'm like, just get to the next lily pad. Yeah. Figure out your move. Yes. Right. Calm down. Okay. What's the next move? Let's. How do we go? That's, that's how you survive. Yeah. Correct. It's a very. I have like a. I have a survival instinct big time. Someone goes uh, the other day. Someone's like, I get real like, strong alley cat vibes from you, and I was like, that you're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, but so that and. I remember when I said to her, I said, I gave you money to take care. I paid you to take care of my cat. And she went in her room and she grabbed the $100 bill and she's like, it's right fucking here. I'm not like every other whore in the city. I'm not just going to do tricks for money. You fucking. And she just went off. What does that mean? You couldn't yeah. clean the litter box yeah. when I gave you $100? Like, I wasn't asking you to eat my pussy. I was asking you Wendy, to, to you clean my pussy's litter box. <laughs> <laughs> to feed my pussy. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much was the chicken place, by the way? The- um, that was, I think it was like two grand a month and it was three people splitting it. Okay. Uh-huh. Just, I just want the listeners to know because not everyone that's listening lives in New York City mm-hmm. and they might want to come here and we don't need you to come here. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're too full. No, we're, we're full. But also, no, we want to warn you uh, what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. That $2,000 for three people is uh, a steal. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Especially where you were located. Yeah. But. The chicken thing. But no bathroom. Yeah. Right. yeah. And no, no bathroom and no ventilation. Sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and death. And, and also a cloud death. of uh, toxic gas. The right. give and take of New York City. So when were you, did you ever come across something where you were like, okay, I'm in New York. This is crazy. 
this is something that like if I tell people this is only going to be in New York. Um, oh yeah, for sure. It was, there's so many stories like that, but this is when I first moved here. It was when I was living in Astoria before the bathroom stopped working. I was out and again, I do like to have a good time. I do it less now. Now I find good times from like work and mm -hmm. doing things. I'm not just constantly like, we got to fucking drink and stay up till five. Right. Um, but when I first moved here and that's another thing, if you are thinking about moving here and you have an alcohol problem. Oh boy. Watch out because this is the place we to encourage do it. it. Yeah. 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 Shit is like, I mean, because it was the first I moved here and I'm like, everything's open so late. And the first time I did cocaine was when I moved here. And so I was like, oh, I really? can drink all night long. This is right. great. I had no idea what an alcoholic was. And when people would stop drinking, I'd be like, what are you talking? What's the difference between you and everybody who asks me to hang out? They're right. Like, want to grab a drink? Want to grab a drink? And then you're just drinking all night. How can you tell the alcoholics from the non? Now, uh, when you fall down the right. stairs and say a slur during a work party. I fall down the stairs yeah. and I never drink. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. That's your answer. I'm just like, what's the origin? I'm like, uh, when you say the F word uh, for homosexuals during a work party. Oh my when you work God. At, when you work in the fashion and you industry. you work in the fashion industry. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> when you fall down a spiral staircase for oh. 20 minutes in the middle of a house party and your friend has to carry you out of the party. That is your answer. You're so talented for falling down yeah. a spiral staircase. Like you're six feet tall. Oh my God. You shouldn't even be able like you should take one step and you're down the whole thing oh i i mean i did take one step yeah. and i was down the whole thing <laughs> but the rest of the journey it just took a little while was more of a it was slide. like plinko, <laughs> right on uh prices right plinko clink 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 and everyone in the party got to watch <laughs> and it was great it's great because there was an ex-boyfriend there so you know you always want to show you're doing well and the way to do right. that is to eat it down a spiral staircase <laughs> well the way to do that is once you're at the bottom you stand up like nothing happened yeah. And you can't do that unless you're blackout drunk. So sure. oh, yeah. pros and cons. Yeah. Pros and cons yes. of being a blackout alcoholic. <laughs> I, I feel if me and Wendy were alcoholics together at the same time, we probably would have lit a building on fire. For sure. Easily. Either that or started like a Fortune 500 company. Exactly. <laughs> it's right. one of the two. You, I could see the latter with the two of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You go one of the two. It depends on the grade of cocaine you're getting. Sure. Yes. As, as far as like what what's actually getting done during the hang. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so what happened? I was out drinking and I had a little cocaine on me and I went to, I, someone was like, there's this like underground sex club. And I was like, let's go. And I went and then the person I was with left. And again, this is, you need a tribe. So I just moved here. Yeah. I didn't really have a lot of people. So I was just like meeting people and this guy and it was like dark and dingy in this place. And, and this, uh, people were coming up and being very aggressive. And this one guy who seemed very nice, he was very uh, like a good looking younger guy like my age mm -hmm. and not like everyone else is kind of a creep. Yeah. But again, it's a dungeon sex club at three in the morning. So I, what do I expect? Yeah. I mean, expectations we're, need to right, be managed. We're, we're yeah. not at the, at the Ritz. Yes. So I'm not like, these people are, you know, these people are a little handsy. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Is there a Yelp page? Cause I'm writing a terrible review. Uh, why are there karate mats instead of beds? <laughs> I'm an adult. Okay. Oh, wow. That was so specific. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to need a Lysol wipe. Oh, you have those? Okay. <laughs> well, then I'll stay. But so we, we have been to the same place. Yes. So you know what I'm talking about. Oh, God. But I was talking to this guy and the lighting's dim and you're fucked up and, we, and he was and he was kind of being my protector for the night. And oh yeah, like, that's a good idea. Right, so he was like, hey, leave her alone and I was like, thank you. And so then we started talking, he's no problem and again, you're fucked up and it's dark. So we get up and I, I was getting ready to leave and I'm like, I'm going to take off and head home. He goes, oh, where are you going? And I said, oh, I live in a story and he goes, oh, cool, me too. Uh, so he gets mm. on the train and he's and I um I carried not a knife under my pillow but a little I have a ripcord knife like a necklace. Yeah, knife. I mean that's fair. Yeah, of course. Right, and so we're, I'm like, okay, cool. But again, I wasn't and 
I was a little bit taller than he was, so I was like, well, you know, what again? But now this is not a smart decision. So if you're listening, this is don't do this. Yeah. Um, I, a lot of my stories are like, I'm lucky to be alive. I don't know how I'm alive, so <laughs> don't, you know. Yeah. Um, and as we're on the train and in the train lighting, and as I started to sober up and we're talking about, I was like, oh, I'm from here, and we're different things. I I started to realize as we got closer and closer to my stop, I'm like, oh, this is a man following me home. Oh, this is a homeless person. Oh, he wants to come live with you. I realized, because when I was like, I go, oh, I'm living with you. He goes, oh, I'm going that way too, is what he said. I remember he was very vague. And I go, cool, what stop are you off of? And he's like, whatever your stop uh, whatever, where do you? Oh, well, yeah, where are you? And he goes, whatever your stop is. And I remember being like, oh, he's flirting, trying to come home with me. Yeah. And then as like, as I and started you're blowing to sober him, up, I'm like, you, I think you might be homeless, sir. And as the, so it was the train light and then the sunlight, you know, it's like the, the sun started yeah. to rise oh. as we we're approaching Dittmar's. And I was like looking at his clothes and I'm like looking and we're like, oh, this is. Why do you have four winter coats on? <laughs> yeah, this is a homeless person trying to come stay with me. Uh, and <laughs> I had to then graciously, because now here's the part of like, what are we going to do here? Well, once you got off the train and you got into the station, you could have been like, well, I guess this is your place. <laughs> I know. The gonna- story at Dittmar stop where you are is the homeless people's place because it's quiet. It's very empty there. They it's sleep also, there. It's also the last stop. Yeah. So you can like fall asleep and wake up home. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be the new uh, welcome committee for a story at Dittmar. Yeah. Yes. That is another tip. Okay. <laughs> and again, what is that? New York is expensive. What is it? Two seventy five for a metro card? Yeah. For Come like on. one ride on the car? So you want to live on the train. Yeah. Talk to Hamza. She's going <laughs> to give you all the tips. First of all, pick a home base. <laughs> How did you get rid of him? I she said, killed him. I, yeah, we're, I smothered we're, him. She still had the chloroform. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm like, you can come over. Will you help you me like chicken? <laughs> you need to. Will you help me clean the tub? <laughs> real quick. What happened? I said, um, I, I said, oh, are you trying to come back with me? And he goes, well, can I? And I said, oh. I live. And I told him, I said, I live with a bunch of girls, so we have a no boy policy. Yeah. in the apartment. And he goes, oh, I don't really have a place to to go. Oh, and I was no. like, you should go back to the sex party. There are nice uh, mats on the yeah, floor. Kar- yeah, it's a karate I said, dojo. That place is after hours. Yeah. yeah. They they had, yeah, exactly. They have mats. They have, they have wipes. wipes. Yeah. <laughs> did you, <laughs> also, did you meet him at the party? Or yes. Did you, oh, How no. did you decide that this was my problem? I know. Also, who's vetting this sex party? Yeah. I, yeah. Well, they, I, exactly. Who's working the door <laughs> yeah, at this come fucking on, place? Come on. Well, there's a, there are grades of sex parties in New York City, so it goes from the you very- You went to the homeless one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, why am I by far the hottest person here? <laughs> by far. Yeah, that's how they trick you. Yeah. They're like, we'll get the women in their 30s, because you go to all the other clubs and you're like, I don't feel good about myself. You go here and you're like- Oh, I feel pretty fucking yeah. sexy. <laughs> Again, it's all of it's how you feel is more important than the reality. Right. It's perception is reality. Yes. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because there are it's it's about money too. The very expensive ones they're paying models and like hot chicks professionally to be there. So the standard of how hot the people are is like it's paid for. You know what I mean? Like I went to one that's called NSFW, which is like an invite only oh, one. And you're like, oh, my God, everyone in here is insanely hot. Now, we're all blowing each other in the coat room, so it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. But then you go down to the B-grade ones, and you're like, whoa, I don't, that looks like a hook for an arm, but well, we yeah. can use that. <laughs> <You> go, <laughs> That's going to hurt. Yeah. The other places, yeah, they pay models and hot people. I think this place, and I could be <laughs> way off, but I think, yeah, they you offer watch soup. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we have soup. 
We have Lysol wipes. We have bologna sandwiches. <laughs> I yeah, they had know. a buffet. Is that a bad sign? <laughs> Did it was you? a Chinese buffet slash sex party. <laughs> It was actually just at the Chinese buffet. (laughs) And some people didn't have clothes on. And that explains the karate mats. Now I understand where I was. Did you or did you not make out with this person? I did not. You didn't? I did not. So proud of you. That would have been the mistake I made. Like while you're in the club, you're getting carried away. Yeah. And then you're all of a sudden making out with a homeless person. That's the quote of the day. Right. I just got carried away, so I made out with a homeless person. Yeah. Almost people have lips too, okay? Right. Okay. I thankfully did not make out with him because I was I was lucid enough to be like I trying to have boundaries. Right. Well, that's what happens when you do cocaine while you drink. You Listen. do sober up like a little bit. See again, look, we're not promoting drug use, but if you are gonna drink, it's the right combination. Yeah. Google some shit. Listen, yeah. I was dead sober when I dated a guy who lived in a storage unit. We've all done things. Also, there was, <laughs> that was there, are. Was there a braid? There was a braid in another lifetime. There was a guy <laughs> in, who lived in a storage unit who identified as a wizard. It's fine. He oh was a God. crust punk. It's okay. We met at a performance art space that was also probably a karate dojo. We're going to have to do a show by ourselves. Yeah, I have, a, I have a few um, things too. that I've been thinking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a roommate who like basically stole all my shit, which is why you see me dressed like this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, kind of got we'll robbed. Yeah, I had um a, a landlord that stalked me and told everyone in my building that I was his mistress. I love that. So Aww. everything's good. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We still have a lot of stories. Oh left. my god, but Wendy, where could they find you? Um, you follow me on Instagram at WendyBird82. That's W N D I B I R D eight two. And then, um, if you're in New York, come see Glamour Puss. The next one is March seventh. Oh, what a fun Ooh, show! It's a super the best. Fun show. Oh my god! And then uh, my podcast, Pussy Fart Gang, and the new one, I Love You. Please stop. Wendy is name. such a fucking delight. If you have the opportunity to see her perform and also Sit listen in to the her front shows, because yes. if she's feeling sassy, you're getting roasted, and it's going right. to be the best day of and your life. And she oh. smashes watermelons. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so bring a cape. <laughs> She's married to a homeless guy. It gets messy, but it's so much fun and delicious. She's fucking the best. Um, Where can people find you, Tracy? You could follow me at Trixie Tuzini on Instagram and Twitter. And you can go to TracyCarnazzo.com for my upcoming tour dates. And I also have a documentary coming out on Vice about, um, you know, how great I am at... uh, Everything. Just just like my mental illness. (laughs) Oh, perfect. So everything's fine. Uh, make sure you listen to my other two podcasts. It's Teen just Mom. you cleaning on yeah. ice. It's you doing the stove. Hamda, uh-huh. I wish you were off. Yeah. I wish this. Aww. Wait until you see it. There's it. a lot of counter cleaning. Everything sounds like a remix. And you're like, yeah. no, 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 that's just the scrubbing. Yeah. yeah. I, I was working it out internally. You are so <laughs> on point on that. I know you. Yeah. This is amazing. Um, make sure you listen to my other podcast, Teen Mom Trash Talk and 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk. Me and Tracy are starting a recreational cleaning league. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> Called the severely mentally ill cleaning league. Can uh, I be your first before and after? Ooh, oh. we could do like uh, straight eye for the straight gal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> bye eye for the bye girl. Yeah. Yeah. Bye eye for the dirt ball. Um, <laughs> you can follow me at Andrea Comedy sixty nine uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Andrea Comedy. Who gives a fuck? Uh, I have mental breakdowns on there sometimes. Yours are the best mental breakdowns. Talk about how I want to have sex with snakes. So really... 
feel free to check that out and listen to the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Everyone in this room has been on that podcast and they were all fucking fantastic. Hamda, where can they follow you? Find you. Same here. Everybody in this room has been on my podcast, Keith and the Girl. Plus, listen to, we spoke about him earlier, Keith Malley and his gaping vagina. Yes. It's the way to get him. Um, we've been podcasting for 15 years, coming up in March 7th. So subscribe to our podcast. It's Keith and the Girl and it's Keith and the Girl on all social media. Don't forget to give us five stars. Share this comment we're going to read your comments pretty soon yeah make sure you subscribe and also when you give us a rating it's got to be five stars Has nothing less and when you give us a review tell us exactly what you are obsessed about about the podcast yes thank you bowl sauce <laughs>